welcome hello you are listening to molding a marital mindset this is a podcast that inspires it motivates couples to renew their minds towards an amazing marital mindset this mindset or this type of a mindset can work wonders towards your marital satisfaction i'm going to be your host and my name is dr lizzie sosimo this is part two of our series the genesis of marriage last friday we looked at the creation of men as in male adam and god made a woman before we dive in to this episode i'd like to remind us of two scriptures in particular the first one is romans 12 verse 2 the bible says don't copy the behavior and customs of this world but let god transform you into a new person by changing the way you think then you will learn to know god's will for you which is good and pleasing and perfect the scripture shows us that we are not supposed to be thinking like the world thinks we are supposed to think the god way which is why i always remind us that we are dealing with Christ-centeredness. And I always say, we're looking at Christ-centered courtship, Christ-centered engagement, Christ-centered marriage, and Christ-centered seed, which is our children. So we should be mindful of the fact that our relationships as children of God, as Christians, are not based on what the world thinks or what the politicians think or what the scholars think, but they are based on the word of God and on why God created us. We know that God created us for his pleasure, but he gave us roles as men and women. The other scripture that I want us to remind ourselves of, we had a look at it in the first episode. It's Genesis 1. We will look at verses 26 to 28. Why I want us to look at this is we need to remember the intent or the intention of God for creating men. The Bible says, Then God said, Let us make men in our image, in our likeness, and let them rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, over the livestock, over all the earth, and over all creatures that move along the ground. So God created men in his own image, in the image of God, He created him male and female. He created them. God blessed them and said to them, them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air and over every living creature that moves on the ground. It is very important for us to understand the humankind's presence and purpose of God on earth. That will be God's original intention of putting men on earth. And we have just read it. And I want us to remember that the creation of men was not an afterthought. Sometimes you hear people talking as if God's creation of men was an afterthought. He just didn't know what to do anymore and he decided to make men. It is not true. The Bible says, God chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world, even as Jesus Christ was slain from the foundation of the world. So none of us is a mistake or an afterthought. God created us 
He knew right from the beginning, before the foundation of the earth, that he wanted us here. But we all have to know our roles because men have their roles as much as women have their roles given by God to us. Now we need to understand these roles. You know, the verse that comes to mind is uh, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 20 to 21. The word says, But in a great house, they are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for honor and some for dishonor. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, he will be a vessel of honor, sanctified and useful for the master, prepared for every good work. It's useful for the master, you know, for what God created you to be. Now, if you look at these vessels, they're vessels of gold, silver, wood, and clay. We are not told which one is more important than the other. The most important thing is that each vessel is doing its job. The vessel of gold cannot now want to do the job of a vessel of silver or a vessel of wood because then it will be a vessel unto dishonor because it will not be doing the job that it's purpose to do. And so it is with us as males and females, as women and men, as husbands and wives, right? Each and every one of us is a vessel unto honor to the master as we do what God purposed for us to do, as we fulfill those roles that we were created for. So with that, let's look at Eve, the woman that God made after Adam. Genesis 2 verse 18 says, Then the Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper who is just right for him. Remember that Adam didn't even know he was alone. He was not lonely, but he was alone and he was managing. He was able to do the work that God had given him at the time. Now, I want us to remember that the Bible has the concept of progressive revelation. God reveals things that he has already finished or completed. That's why the Bible says he calls those things that be not as though they were. And so even now with the creation and the making, he had already created them and he knew what they, he wanted them to do. And now we went back to make man first and give him a job or jobs that he wanted him to do before the woman came. Then he made Eve. If you remember the verses that we read in Genesis 1 verses 26 to 28, towards the end, the Bible says, God said, be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth, and, the earth and subdue it. So you see, when God said so, Adam was not made yet, neither was Eve. But now God is taking us back now into making them and heading them towards being fruitful. Now we hear God saying he's going to make Adam an, a helpmate or a helper, not a helpmate because there's a difference. A helpmate is a helpful partner, particularly a spouse. But I also want us to look at what helper means. Helper means assistant, co-worker, workmate, collaborator, a deputy, second in command, and more. So we see um, that when God created this helper, he had to make this man sleep. 
Genesis 2 verse 21 says, So the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. While the man slept, the Lord God took out one of the man's ribs and closed up the opening. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib and he brought her to the man. At last, the man exclaimed, This one is bone from my bone and flesh from my flesh. She will be called woman because she was taken from men. You see, just as he named animals and God said all the names that he had named them was the name. So he did with um, Eve. He said this one will be called woman because she was taken from men. And so it was. God didn't dispute it. And by so giving this name already, the name meant what Eve was coming to do. It described some of the major roles that Eve was going to play in Adam's life. So we know that Eve was made to come to be a helpmeet for Adam, to rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, over the livestock, over all the earth and over all the creations that move along the ground, and also to be fruitful with him and increase in number, to fill the earth and subdue it, to rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air and over every living creature that moves on the ground. So we see that God made this woman to help the man, this man who was already in his presence, who had been given a job, who had started with his job to cultivate everything around him, to protect whatever it was around him, including his wife and children who could well relate the word of God that was given to him, to his wife, you know, to his children, to his generations as long as he lived. Remember, we were looking at the genesis of marriage. We know that when God created them, he created them as male and female. But at the end of chapter 2, after Adam exclaimed, we can see, verse 24, it says, this explains why a man, leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife and the two are united into one. Now the man and his wife were both naked, but they felt no shame. So marriage is of God. It's not a man's idea. It's in the Bible. In closing of this episode, we see that when Eve was created, he was taken from the man and created for the help of this man. You will see as we journey along that there are characteristics that we have as males and females. And one of the men's characteristics is it is inherent that a woman comes to help him. That is why man loves the one who he serves and the one who serves him. He fights the one that wants to be at the same level with him. And he doesn't want a second mother, a supervisor, or a sister from the wife. He wants a helpmeet. He wants a companion. He wants someone that will build along with him. So as a female, there's no need to want to look or to behave or act like a man. Stand tall. Be confident of who you are. You are beautiful. You were created in the image and in the likeness of God. 
you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And as a female, you were created not from the dirt, not from the dust, but you were refined from a rib. And you were made different from every animal that God made, even different from Adam himself. So much like him and yet so different. God took his time when he created women. He took his time to refine her, to make her beautiful, to make her different, to give her different characteristics, amazing characteristics. Well, our time is up for today, but tune in next Friday as I discuss more on the genesis of marriage. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to share it with friends. If you have any questions or suggestions on topics that you'd like me to talk about, or if you'd like to have a one-on-one coaching session with me, please connect with me on Instagram at Lizzie Sosibo and drop me a message. Thank you for listening. Don't forget, join us next week on Friday for another episode. Until next time then, God bless you as you mold a Christ-centered marital mindset. Thank you.